mixtape yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Y'all hear Miguel talking about Lil Dirk. That's how y'all know he don't mess with Chicago rappers. He don't mess with Chicago rappers, man. <laughs> we tune into another highly right, underrated right, sports right, podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the boy Miguel in the building. Hate no Lil Dirk. Never hate on Dirk. It's the voice, man. Voice of the city, man. Fuck with him. <laughs> man, yeah. what's up, everybody? Though you know we love y'all, man. Another week of that heat. You know how we coming? We got that boy Jay Holes in the building. What I look like, Daddy? A damn snitch. <laughs> damn. But like that was personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Y'all know I'm Cordell. Man, we back, man. Glad to be back, man. Like Miguel say, another week of that heat. And just for the record, he wasn't dissing Dirk. I don't want nobody on this top. He was talking about how good, how Dirk's career has elevated over the years. Yeah, uh, I just caught him. At, up, I just caught him at the definitely right time. Definitely get on my top. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody no, he on, on bro head. He wasn't dissing so. Dirk. He was over here actually giving Dirk hella props. Um, but anyway, man, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it this week. Uh, so man, them NBA playoffs been crazy. We got some, you know, we had some decent little football. USFL was finally able to catch a little bit of that, man. We got a, you know, some stuff to cover with y'all, man, this week, man. Give it to y'all this week. But let's kick it off the right way. As we know, there weren't any uh, XFL games last weekend because the championship is coming up this weekend. Um, so you know they took a break like they do in the NFL. Usually give us the Pro Bowl, then the Super Bowl. Um, but anyway, but what they did do in the XFL, they dropped that all XFL team. And if y'all haven't seen, there's been a ton of players in the exit from the XFL getting mini camp, uh, rookie mini camp invites. A whole bunch of players, man, getting signed, getting picked up. Shout out Hose boy, uh, Danucci. My boy Hose Danucci was proud sure. of that. You know, for proud sure. of his big brother for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he went where he needed to be. Well too. deserved. Yeah, for sure. He went over there behind Les Ride, could potentially take his spot because, you know, I don't believe in him. But, uh, <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. What well, coach say, hoes? You know what well, coach say, hoes? Hey, anything is possible. <laughs> Nothing's impossible. <laughs> right before he broke his neck. Hey, man. But, uh, <laughs> let's get into this all XFL team, man. I'm gonna just throw out uh, a couple of names off the list, man. Matter of fact, we we I mean we can go through the whole list together as a as a unit, but man, I'm gonna kind of just throw it out, throw a couple of names out um, these from these boys, you know that I that I like, man. My dog from the Defenders, QB Jordan Tayamo, man. Uh, that's how you pronounce his name? Yeah. His Tiamu. last name? Yep. Tiamu? Yeah, Tiamu, man. He, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I was sleep on him. Y'all heard me doubting him earlier this season because he, he was weak as hell last year in the um, USFL. But uh, he came to play. He came to play this year, bro. He did his thing this year. I ain't he gonna figured lie. it out after the first two games. Yeah, he got right. He got right for sure. Hey, my boy Hakeem Butler, man. From the St. Louis Battlehawks receiver. Hey, bro, Fight, nice. Bro. Hey, he going. That's my favorite right wherever there. Wherever he end up at, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. the receiving core is halfway decent, mm-hmm. with his size and the way he plays, it's going to be it's gonna be over with. Mm-hmm. 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 You feel me? Uh, throw out, uh, throw out another notable name, man. Trent Harris from the Houston Roughnecks, sure. man, linebacker. That boy got it for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, Never had too many pass rushers. For sure, man. Hey, you know, y'all know y'all know how we feel about the pass rush over here, how the underrated sports. Um man, but let let's man talk we, about, let's talk about a real one. Jacor. You already know. Go yeah, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Who? Jacor Pearson, bro. Oh, say less. You know what I'm saying? Led say the league less. in receiving say yards. Less. You know what I'm saying? Pound for pound, best yeah. athlete in the league. Y'all know he gonna y'all know he gonna throw a, a, a C, on, a C dragon out there, man. You know what I'm Hose Danucci, but nah, you know no cap. 
Pearson did definitely did his thing. Um, man, we could run through. Like I said, we can run through this as a unit. We had a running back that was Tiamo quarterback. Uh, running back we had Abram, Abram Smith, Smith from he the nice. DC Defenders. Yeah, he he, super, he got knows. it for sure. Uh, receivers. Deontay Burnett from the Houston Roughnecks. Nice. Hakeem Butler, as we already mentioned, from the St. Louis Battlehawks. The boy Lucky Jackson from the D.C. Defenders. Solid. Ja'Core Pearson, who they just mentioned. Seattle Sea Dragons. Uh, tight ends, we got Cody Lattimore from the Orlando Guardians. Surprisingly, he was one of the people that was balling on that team. It's not many you're going to catch on this list, but he definitely did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Former second round draft pick Facts For surely For surely Move on to them big dogs My favorite The O-line man We had Guard Liam Fornadale From the D.C. Defenders We had the boy Steve Gonzalez From the St. Louis Battlehawks Mm -hmm. Offensive tackle Uh, We had Jared Jones Smith From the St. Louis Battlehawks Offensive tackle Uh, Colin Carey I mean Colin Kelly My bad I'm sorry From the Seattle Sea Dragons Center Alex Maletti from the Houston Roughnecks Center. And then we had the boy, um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Panasiuk? Yeah, from the St. Louis Battlehawks. Mm-hmm. But center, you know, I'm a, I'm, hey, I'm always biased with my offensive lineman, man. Uh, let's throw these defensive, the defense, all XFL defensive team. Uh, we had Drew Beasley from the San Antonio Brahmas. Hey, the Brahmas had a decent number of players on mm-hmm. this all XFL list, man. Mm-hmm. They had some ballers, man. They just couldn't, sure. couldn't get right. That's all. Yeah, couldn't sure. get over the hump. Uh, Drew Beasley. Then we had uh, Davin Bellamy from the D.C. Defenders, one of my favorite players to watch, mm-hmm. man, from the, on the D-line for sure. Um, Austin Holes uh, can get you right. Yeah, Faolu. From his Seattle Sea Dragons. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> And you know what I like about him? He wasn't even on the roster the first two weeks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he's part of the series, the uh, the Player 54 series. Like, they, they picked him up and they had to get him in shape. Mm-hmm. Like the first two three weeks, and then once he hit the field, it was over with. So yeah, now I seen this one cat on there, man. He was uh, I didn't want to say he was working at the post office, bro. Where they call him, he came out defensive lineman. I think he played for St. Louis though, mm-hmm. balling. So man, no, nah, it's lit, man. Um, Jack Heflin from the Houston Roughnecks, D lineman. Uh, Devontae Lambert from the Arlington Renegades. Kavion mm-hmm. Patton from the Orlando Guardians. Uh, Delonte Scott, San Antonio Brahmas. Hey, I like Delonte hey, Scott. He a dog. I like Delonte Scott. Dog. Bro. That edge rusher, he mm-hmm. a dog, bro. Mm-hmm. Him and Trent Harris, dogs off mm-hmm. the edge, man. Mm-hmm. Getting to them LBs. You know Speaking saying? of Trent Harris, Houston yeah. Roughnecks. And Peter. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Peter Hart. I'm going to tell I'm going to destroy like his him. name. I ain't going to sit up here and lie to you, so yeah, I'm not going to yeah. say his last name. But he was in the league for a minute, though. Yeah. Big Peter. Peter, yeah. We're just going to call him Big Peter. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got the boy Jordan Williams from the San Antonio Brahmas. Mm-hmm. Um, then the D-backs, man, the defensive backs, Antonio Anderson, Vegas Vipers. Luke Baracco. He's nice. Luke Bar- like, Barco. Barco. My Luke, Luke nice. Barco from the San Antonio Brahmas. nice, bro. Okay, okay. It was some really good corners in the league this year. Gene I agree. Harris. Gene Harris, I agree. Nice. <clears throat> for sure. I was finna get to him. But Gene Harris, yeah, he mm-hmm. nice for sure. He was in the rough next. He's nice. Uh, LaVert Hill, St. Louis Battlehawks. Hey, D3 and boy. D3, D3 alum. alum. Shout out University of Dubuque, man. Michael Joseph. Michael Joseph, former D.C. Bear. Defenders. Former, former Bear. Chicago yeah. Bear. D3 product. Led the league in interceptions. Led the league in interceptions. 
University of Dubuque alumni. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that man, man. Made the All XFL team. He definitely needs to get back up in the in the league. He should definitely be in somebody's training camp. I'm assuming he has signed um, after the championship. Yes. Game. Yeah, because he yeah. already did two years of uh, practice squad, so I don't think he could do that no more. I think the no, best, you can. I thought it was only two. They changed. They changed the ruling. Oh, word. The way that, it's it's a weird little funky little rule, but you can be on the practice squad. Okay, say yeah. less. He should. He, but I don't think he a practice squad guy, man. I, I think, think he's so proving either. that. Um, but man, he he had a little stint in the league, but man, mm-hmm. he's he's showing y'all he belongs, man. Um, the XFL all XFL specialist, man. We got kicker John Parker Romo, Hole's favorite player in the league from the San Antonio hey. Brahmas. Hey, and then we got a uh, punter Daniel Whelan from the DC Defenders. Whelan and Dillon. <laughs> and then uh, return specialist Darius Shepard from the St. Louis Battlehawks did his cold. shit this year. Yeah, he was cold on retirement. Yeah, for sure. So man, look, I just want to pass it around to the guys, man. Have a little open discussion man what y'all think about this list is there any players y'all feel like got left off the list are there any players that uh you know are y'all cool with the list how y'all feel about the guys that are on the list man who y'all favorite players on the list what y'all thinking about this overall list man man i fuck with the list honestly i think they got everybody who they need to get yeah i I think overall is it's tough you only got what eight teams so you can't have a first team and a second team yeah second team would be watered down you know what i'm saying not saying that guys didn't deserve it but you had to you had to scrape from the top, so you know these right. are all guys who probably led the league in some form of a statistical category. Right. You know what I'm saying? Best quarterback. Well, I ain't gonna say best. Winning is quarterback because mm-hmm. I do feel like he has some competition as far as like best quarterback, whether it be McCarron. Like, because I think overall, from my eye test, McCarron probably had a better year, but you can't can't compete with what one loss. I think yeah. DC got DC got one, one loss. loss. Yep. So in a chip, you the point guard of a one loss team. You know what I'm saying? You got to make first team. So, and I mean, I like it. Me personally, I mean, we literally watched the entire season. Yeah. All these guys popped out every week. Yeah. So I mean, what more can you say? I mean, and like like everybody said, man, it was just, the list is lit. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. all these people are meant to be here. You asked the question of who's my favorite player. I like Hakeem Butler. Hakeem like Butler, man, I really like what he did. You know what I'm saying and uh. You know, the story behind him, I read an article, man. He, like, actually sent the email out to the coach. Man. Yeah, hit a DM. Uh, hit him in the DM. Yeah, hit him in the DM. It was <laughs> like, uh, you know, hey, I would really like if you know, if you got any opportunities, man, you know, if I can come out and try out for your team. Your team. And he actually tried out it, man. He excelled, man. He did He did above expectations, man. Well, your God, he said, go down in the DM. Yeah, you know what man. He got an invite for, for, for sure. those who don't know to the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, camp. So, it's, you know, hey, that is the best. very interesting spot for him. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think if he make the roster, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully he does. Him, Pickens, Johnson, mm-hmm. all other pieces that yeah, offensively. Hey, with nobody to throw him the ball. Hey, listen, <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I knew you was if if Daniel Jones, if Danny Dimes can do what he did last season, anything it's literally anything is possible. Facts. All right, coach. Anything is possible. Nothing's impossible. That's impossible, though, man. I ain't believing in Kenny uh, Pickett, man. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. But I ain't going to put him down. When you got hella people like that, I could throw the ball to them. So, you feel me? So, I ain't tripping. (laughs) Uh, Nah, man. But I'm with y'all, man. I think this list is, is legit. 
it's full of guys who uh, played in the league mm-hmm. before, you know, and, and they still showing that they got it. A couple of those guys used to play for Jacksonville, so you know. Um, but man, people been getting tryouts and all kind of stuff, man. So I'm, 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 I'm. I like the list, man. I like the All XFL team. I'm, I'm glad that they did this list. Um, my favorite from the list, though, man. Y'all know, y'all know where I'm going. I don't even think it's. It's obvious, bro. Michael Joseph, man. D three product, man. Mm-hmm. University of Dubuque, man. I'm I'm definitely that's definitely but and it's not on no bias. Maybe a little bit of bias, but this kid can actually ball. Like no, he can sure. actually play, bro. He got great size for a corner. He's over like six two. He's over six feet. Uh he can he play he can play, bro. He mm-hmm. can ball and I think he deserves a job in the league. So. Turnover machine, too. Turnover machine, bro. Yeah. He's all over the place, man. He gonna be around that ball. So, um and Again, you got to think he led the league in picks. And he playing on the team that only lost one game, yeah, mm-hmm. all season and going to the championship. So, to me, that's my favorite pick, man. I don't know. He don't have an invite now, but I bet next week we're gonna be he gonna have a slew of yeah. teams. Yeah, somebody after, after Saturday, right it's going down. Yeah, yeah somebody so. gonna definitely get right with him, man. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of Saturday, man, we got the championship game coming up, man. We got the. Um, as we all know, we got the uh, which I don't think they deserve to be there, but hey, they Arlington. won. They won the Arlington Renegades, man. Uh, finished below five hundred, but hey, they beat the Houston Roughnecks. So I can't count these boys out because they could potentially win the Super uh, Super Bowl, the XFL Championship. We got the Arlington Renegades versus the DC Defenders, man. For for it all, man. For the title, man. That's going down on Saturday. Uh, I want to say seven p.m. Let me let me double check that for y'all. Uh, Saturday yeah, it's going down Saturday the thirteenth, starting seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Man, we got the Arlington Renegades versus the DC Defenders. Man, what y'all boys looking forward to from this one, man? We're gonna give our predictions later at the end, but what y'all looking forward to? I think DC gonna dominate. But just a quick side note: if y'all didn't even pay attention to the All XFL team, Arlington doesn't even have a player on that team. They got. A, I think they got. A mm-hmm. nah, they got somebody, don't yeah. they? They don't have nobody. They do. On they there. got one. They got one Where defensive player. Defensive lineman. Maybe I overlooked him. Devontae Lambert. Okay. Yeah, they only got. They one. got somebody. Yeah, they they got only Devontae got Lambert. one. They only got one. But I, I feel sorry for them this upcoming week. I think DC gonna finish what they you know do what they've been doing all season and dominate. Man, I just think DC got it. I'm interested to see how. The optics from the outside looking in, how this championship game will look as far as like, I mean, clearly we're not in San Antonio. What does this week look like leading up to the championship game? You know, like all the spectacle that come with the Super Bowl and, you know, the NBA championship and all that stuff. Like, what does this look like in comparison to other leagues? Like, I think that's going to be a big thing. Like, that's, I mean, because that, that's going to be the next step. You know what I'm saying? The fanfare are a part of it. I feel like XFL has done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. From just presenting a league that's palatable mm-hmm. and that's dope to like to see, like clearly, like the Rock said today, like if anybody's watched the episode of The Pivot, like he said, he went to Roger Roger Goodell and and just really sat down and like wanted to learn from him mm-hmm. and asked him for his blessing. Like we ain't in competition; we just want to you know give you something that can actually enhance football. You know what I'm saying? And teach people more about the game and give people opportunities. I gotta watch it, bro. That's so, lit. Like, it was it was an amazing episode. So I think. That's one of the reasons why it looks so nice in comparison to some of the things we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see can they have that same type of energy for a championship game. I believe, yeah, man, that's dope, man. 
I believe they will exceed expectations just for the simple fact that this whole season has exceeded my expectations sure. as a football fan. So, man, I'm really pulling for this league, man. I, I'm I'm really rocking with the XFL for sure. And they sent, like we said, man, they sent a lot of guys. Over 30 guys got camp invite, mini camp invites, man, from just playing this one short season. Um, you got to think it's only like like they said, like holes in against. It's only eight teams. Mm-hmm. 36 players off eight teams, that's a lot of guys, man, yeah. getting pulled up, getting called up and all of that. So we seeing what this can become. Can become like a little farm system, man, little um, you know, little minor league for the NFL and all of that, man. So which is which is which is dope, man, which is dope. But man, since we speaking on the players getting pulled up, um I know we all been paying attention everybody at this table because there's a lot of guys that we like. Um, that play in the XFL, a lot of guys went to some schools that we like. We may have seen them playing in college, may have, you know, paid attention to them in the league, seen them get drafted by some teams, playing in the league and all of that. Just know they got potential and can ball. So what are y'all uh what are y'all top three XFL players with uh camp NFL camp invites, man? No, I'll kick it off. Um I'm gonna start from three and work on up. I'm gonna go Jordan Thomas, the tight end from the the Guardians, Orlando Guardians. Fade machine, like just when you talking about probably six 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 seven tight end, like two sixty, can run the route tree like a receiver and a mismatch nightmare. Mm-hmm. In this era of football, you can't ask for nothing better. I mean, bro was on special teams, and when the Guardians finally got clicking down those last four or five games, he was dominating more than anybody else that they had. So I go Jordan Jordan Thomas for sure. Um, next. It was it was a little bit of a split between my boy Danucci, but I'm gonna go with Hakeem Butler I because like once Hakeem. again, like the league is trending towards offense. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're a corner who is consistent, I feel like outside of a corner in the pass rush, everything is offensive based. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Quarterback, O line, receiving game. So once again, six six receiver, four four speed. Enough said. You know what I'm saying? And my number one, you know, my favorite player, Jacor Pearson. I feel like 10, 10, 15 years ago, no way somebody of his stature even gets the opportunity to play professional football. Not at this level, at least. Right. You know what I'm saying? But pound for pound, a dog. Mm-hmm. Pound for pound, best receiver in the league. Pound for pound. That's saying something when you had half of the receivers in the XFL was former Quality NFL receivers Yeah I agree You know what I'm saying Guys who had Three plus years of production You know what I'm saying Quality production on teams Whether it be Geronimo Allison You know what I'm saying Our boy Josh Gordon Whoever King Butler Had some Has a couple moments After being drafted To the Cardinals But Ja'Core Pearson Is He a dog bro And I feel like in, in the era of having These type of slot receiver Where who's the mismatches If he lands In the right place he could have him a career, just like Tyler Lockett and all those guys. So it's gonna be interesting. So that's my three. Danucci, honorable mention. <laughs> Surprise at that. I'll honorable feel mention. You. I feel you. Nah, man, but that hey, hey, Hose ain't he ain't wrong, man. He got some lit players on his list. I'm gonna go number one, Hakeem Butler. You know, I lo- I actually like love to watch him play. I was a fan of St. Louis Battlehawks. Um, my number two player, man, I like Peter. 
Peter Tuamopuna, whatever. I don't want to take his name. <laughs> but he was hard, man. He was nice for the Vegas, you know, Vegas Vipers, man. I really liked him. You know what I'm saying? Um, my third player is Michael Joseph, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I like for what sure. he do. I like what he do. Former Bear, man. I'm really rooting for him. You know what I'm saying? Because he was actually on the active roster for the Bears for a couple of years, man. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. I think he can get back in the league, man, and do his thing. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, for me, uh, obviously, my number one is uh, Hakeem Butler. I like Butler a lot. I feel like uh, I feel like he belongs in the league. I feel like a lot of players have shown that they belong in the league. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm I'm excited to see him get this opportunity, especially over there. Like like. Bro, like I said, it's very interesting because they fully loaded with receivers already. Um, well, I'm going to say fully loaded, but they got some decent pieces. He can fit right into that puzzle if everything goes as planned. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 dope. Uh, but I also like uh, Darius Shepard, and I'm going to tell you why. The return, he, he won return of the year because – what people don't – well, what people probably do know if they watched the USFL last year was that uh, the boy Turbin came from there mm-hmm. from returning kicks, going crazy. And now he's now with the Cowboys and had a successful season with the Cowboys. Um, being a return specialist and doing all of that, so I feel like uh, there's opportunity for that, man. And I feel like with Darius Shepard winning that award, him getting a, a, a shot at with the Lions – he could probably do the same thing, you know what I mean? So I think it's always nice to leave that door open um, for the return guys because a lot of people forget about special teams, man. A lot of people forget about special teams. And then my last one is Cam Sutton, tight end from the Vegas Vipers. Now, I like the fact that he got a camp invite, but I'm not sure if I like the team, Atlanta, you know what I mean? And that's only – I look at it like this. Um, obviously we already know who their number one is not saying that obviously these guys do want to come in and you know get snaps and play mm-hmm. but he's obviously he obviously wouldn't be a number one because they just drafted a tight end who's a dog Um, not this past year but y'all know I'm talking about Kyle Pitts um, but I like Cam Sun's game so if they running like you know most teams running two we, we, I know that with the Jacksonville Jaguars we rotate three tight ends yeah. You feel me? So a lot of teams do that, and I feel like he could fit right right into that if they're going to do it that way. If not, then I feel like uh, it's kind of wasting his time. You know what I mean? So I would assume that they're planning on maybe rotating tight ends, looking for somebody to maybe be the backup or run, you know, be the number two tight end, number three, and, you know, rotate him like that, get him involved in the passing game because I, I like Cam Sutton. I like him a lot. I liked him all year, especially when – um. When my boy McClendon came in, man, they was balling, man. When McClendon start, got that QB, man, and them mm-hmm. boys started running up the table, man, Cam Sutton was a big part of that. So, yeah, man, those are my three, man. Hakeem Butler, Darius Shepard, and Cam Sutton, man. I like it a lot. Um, and shout-out to everybody who uh, – shout-out to everybody, you know, from the XFL that's gotten that inv- those invites, man. Hopefully so, y'all all make it. And just keep this thing going, man. We keep we keep give, keep giving us some good football, so man. Keep giving us stuff to talk now. about, man. So we're forty players now. I got camp invites. Super dope, super dope. You can't beat that, man. For over forty players, you can't beat that, man. But moving on to another league just kicked off, man. We in week four of the USFL. Now, since it wasn't any uh, XFL football this weekend, 
you know, we was able to get, we was able to check out a little bit more of um, of the USFL. And I ain't gonna lie, I found myself some of the days over the weekend flipping through the channel like, damn, what time these games come on, bro? But <laughs> and it seems like every time I'm looking for a game, I, I always find a New Jersey Generals all the time. I have, I've seen every one of their games, maybe not the full game, but I've seen a part of all of their games this year, man. But just give y'all a quick recap of Week Four, man. We had the Houston Gamblers. Versus the Philadelphia Stars. Houston beat Philadelphia 41-16. Beat the the brakes off of them, man. The Memphis Showboats versus the uh, Michigan Panthers. Memphis beat those boys 29-10. We had the – on Sunday, we had the New Orleans Breakers versus the New Jersey Generals, the game I caught. Uh, New Orleans won that game 2017. It was a pretty decent game, though. New Orleans is undefeated. They remain undefeated at 4-0. New Jersey dropped 2-2. And then the last game of the night, we had the defending champs, the Birmingham Stallions versus the Pittsburgh Maulers. That was another good game, man. Birmingham took that one 24-20. With that week four, man, just recapping the scores, man, we'll throw it around to the fellas, man, if they got to see if y'all boys got to catch any games, man, if so. Um, what is y'all, you know, what's y'all, what's y'all, what's y'all opinion on these games, man, so far? Has it gotten a little bit better than y'all or what, man? What's going on? Saturday, I was at work all day, so I wasn't able to catch any of these Saturday games. But scores don't – well, the Houston Gamblers score kind of surprised me a little bit. But only because Philly has a better quarterback situation. But I haven't been following enough to, to know for sure if, like, Cook has got hurt or, or any of that. Um, the Memphis – Memphis has talent. Like, I've seen them play twice. They got talent, but I, they finally put it together to get a W. So that's good. Um, as for Sunday, I watched. I watched pretty much the entire New Orleans game. Um, they were up up big, and then I kind of turned it off. And then when I turned back, like the Generals, that got back in the game. I mean, the Generals are interesting, man, because they got enough talent, but they just not clicking yet this year. I like New Orleans though. I think they they might have the best quarterback play right now. Them in Birmingham. Who the Generals? No, no, New Orleans, New Orleans, oh, yeah, New Orleans sure. Breakers, New Orleans and Birmingham. What happened to my boy DJ, man? I, well, you know he's a full time starter because Perez is yeah, is in the XFL. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I, they coach haven't really adjusted either because he's still trying to go a two quarterback system. Yeah, that don't work, bro. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Like, if you got a guy, just tailor your offense around that guy. Birmingham, shout out to Birmingham, bro. Because even with with Smith being hurt, McGall came in and they still been rolling. You know what I'm saying? Pittsburgh. Bad quarterback play, solid defense, but at the, like I always say, if you don't have a quarterback, you're going to find it hard to win consistently. I mean, in the two the two teams with the best quarterback play, Birmingham and New Orleans, one is 4-0, one and three is one. So, I mean, they're top of the league, both of them. So, it's no coincidence. When you got a quarterback, you got a chance. Agreed. Agreed. I think that, um, man, this week for me, like I said, it was the first time I got to in a minute that I actually got to sit down and um, catch some of these games, right? So I'll say this: it's 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 definitely football, for sure. Um, I'm with holes though, man. It, it's like uh, I guess for me, I guess the teams with the uh, with the more attractive quarterback play make for more entertaining games because. After that, when 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 I'm sitting here watching like watching the um, Memphis uh, showboats, 
and Michigan Panthers, right? When you got two quarterbacks on both teams, barely, you got one quarterback through for 151 yards. And then the other team, the Michigan Panthers, played two quarterbacks, didn't even throw for 150. Mm-hmm. You feel me? When you watching a game like that, it kind of make me feel like it makes me feel like I'm watching high school football in the early 2000s, for bro. sure. One thousand percent. You feel me? So it's just like, man, like I'm with I'm with bro on that. I'm with hoes. Like I I, I I want to like the USFL as much as I liked it last season. But when I'm just watching run after run. Or when I'm watching you throw the ball, but mm-hmm. you're incomplete, you're inaccurate, man. You not even. I'm talking about QBRs are ridiculous. It's it's not, bro. You had a quarterback go nine for twelve for seventy six yards in a pick. That ain't it, man. You feel me? Like you got this. This is the Michigan Panthers. Like when you got stuff like that going on, it doesn't. In my eyes, it doesn't make for a, a good game. You know what I mean? But um, I'm not. I'm not. Cannot go- play with them. Cannot win with them. <laughs> Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Do it facts. But then when I but but then when I watched the Houston Gamblers who put up 41, I watched their quarterback go off. You know, did this thing. They ended up playing two quarterbacks because they was you know getting right. They was winning, and then they was they were able to do both. They were able to throw the ball. They were able to run the ball. Running back rushed for three touchdowns. 13 attempts, 134 yards, three touchdowns. He averaged 10 a carry. You know what I mean? The quarterback threw for 230 and two touchdowns. When I'm watching games like that, okay, cool, it's football again. You know what I mean? But all in all, I think that the league will be okay for now, but I just feel like these quarterbacks have to play better, man. So my week four recap overall was it was decent. It was it was decent. It was decent. But like Ho said, some of the games were kind of out of hand early on, so I turned, and then, you know, I turned back while I'm trying to watch it. But I ended up picking up my phone and looking up some other sports stuff, you know, things like that. But I'm interested to see what happens after the XFL season's over. Um, maybe they can grab, like like Ho's mentioned before a couple weeks ago, maybe they can grab some of the quarterbacks from over there and uh, let them boys come out and ball. But the quarterback play has to get better, man. Well, I don't know about, man, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't know how many games I'm going to be able to watch all the way through. Yeah, that's that was that's the main thing I want to hit on. I mean, it's like you said, it's still football. It's still entertainment. You know, obviously we had a week off of the XFL. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was cool, you know what I mean, for what it's worth. I'm still trying to get acclimated with it. You know, I know you guys are a year in ahead of me with the USFL. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm so caught up in, in tune with like the XFL movement right now. It's kinda like I kinda I'm trying kinda treating them like the stepchild, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Barely paying them attention. But I did chime in to the Houston Gamblers and the Philadelphia Stars game. Very entertaining, like like Cordell hinting on. Houston kind of got at him real early, and they was able to use the double quarterback set, and both quarterbacks was hitting, you know, doing pretty good. You know what I mean? They had a solid running back. They had over like 130 yards, Mark Thomas Thompson. He was cool. You know what I'm saying? As far as the other games, man, I chimed in for minutes, but it was just too boring for me, man. Mm-hmm. I can't even I can't even fake it. Keep the it a buck, bro. It's cool to keep it's it a too buck. Boring. It's too boring for me. That's the problem with them in comparison to the XFL, right? At at the bare minimum, you know you got fanfare. 
it's it's entertaining. There's no that. crowd. Yeah, I see what you were saying last yeah. week. I didn't know it was like that, bro. That shit like AAU. They only, they only, <laughs> bro, they only rotating. They rotating is first of all the eight teams. They rotating four games out of two stadiums. Yeah, last year it was just one. Mm-hmm. It was. It's like it's horrible, bro. It's like it was. It's really bad, and I really think that. I'm gonna go ahead and say it on the record, like you said. I think you hit it on it last week. The uh, The Rock and what's his uh, ex wife name? Diana. Diana. I think. Whatever her name is, no y'all disrespect. need to put y'all bread together and go on and just buy them out. It ain't gonna cost much. Put them players <laughs> in the XFL. Make it a little bit more competitive it ain't because cost much. it it's not the same, man. You nah, guys nah. came in, re, re rejuvenated this XFL, man. Y'all done made it so it's lit. It's lit. They came in on fire. Deals yeah, with ESPN and yes. all of that. It's lit, man. Pr- pretty much has an open partnership with the NFL. Yeah, it's lit, for man. Sure. I'm ready to see it in the back like what we said last week, hit on the Euro League, like when they got the patches on their jerseys, like who the farm, yeah. like a farm system. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, old boy, Jacor Pearson, Pearson. I'm just making a parable. Oh, man, he with the, you know, such and such, such, such. You know what I mean? He with, bro, that's lit. Yeah, USFL is just it's it's watered down, man. I, and I hate that for y'all, man, because the XFL came in and kind of took over, man. And it's just sad. So I only really personally watched one game. It was me and my daughter actually watching it, man. Houston, Houston Gamblers, yeah. It was a little entertaining because they ran up the score, but obviously after that it was watered down. Man. Hey, listen, to whom it may concern, at the top of the USFL, man. Listen, just get it together, bro. Block you if I tweak out. Like, right, get it together, yeah, man. I got you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like get it together, bro. Let me ask y'all this, man. Would y'all go to a USFL game? I would. I'm thinking about. I would because we love sports, bro. Yeah. Like you know how we get down. I'm gonna be real, bro. I don't know. You ain't going. I'm not saying I wouldn't go. <laughs> if we get lit, I'm saying that we. I'm saying like Cordell. We get. I'm just saying. I'm saying that we had like the fifth in the car. Ah, that shit funny as hell. Boy. Like if we was drinking all the way there, you know what I'm saying? And we was lit. We fucking got him. Oh, if if we was lit, if we was lit all the way there, you want to see some good sports for 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 a couple of hours. I want to see some good sports, bro. And I'm go. not saying it's not good. I don't want to. I don't want to come here. I go and man, make it bro. seem like I'm watching Richie's versus Hillcrest in 2006, where we that, know ain't nothing finna happen but the ball ticket, getting ran, bro. That ticket ain't shit. About twenty five dollars. You know, we done done worse with twenty five dollars. <laughs> you going? <laughs> I, I I I I go, but I, I'm not going. I'm, I say this. I say this. Hey. I would go. Like if y'all going, like bro, let's just go. I would go, but I wouldn't. My expectations would be extremely low. For sure, and it's not even from a talent standpoint because it's talent in the league. It's For just sure. the quarterback play kind of ruins everything, bro. In, in this order, quarterback play mid at best. Yeah, Number fan one. base. Two, I don't know whether this is designed. But it ain't no energy in the stadium without fans, it's bro. It's whack, bro. Like, it's whack. You can't tell me. Okay, cool. We'll we'll exclude the Battle Hawks because that's like if anything is in St. Louis, St. Louis is a sports town. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't matter. So cool. We'll ex- we'll exclude them. Seattle fan base was busting. San Antonio don't even have a damn football team. Fans crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's a basketball city. That's that's a Spurs city. You know what I'm saying? 
if you bring quality product, DC Defenders want that in a soccer stadium, selling it out. Snake, you know what I'm saying? The beer snake. The beer snake. It's legendary. Bro, you got to give people something to want to cheer for. Now, don't give me, I've, I've actually thought about it. I, it was probably like a month ago. I was like, you know what? I could go to Memphis for Memorial Day. All right, let me see if the Memphis show bus play. Oh, they are at home. And they play the University of Memphis. I mean. So go ahead and go. This, this, this I mean, you want to go? Nope. <laughs> so you, don't try to put hey, me in that. Hey, I'm not going to listen. I'm, if I'm going to suffer, I'm going to suffer with, with, with you a know teammate what, bro? here, guy. You know what? If, right? you, if you if you want to go, I'll go with you, bro. Y'all heard it here. I'll go uh, with him. I'll go with him, bro. Here I'll go with him. If he want to go, go, I'll go with him. <laughs> I go with him, man. No cap. I go. If my boy want to go, I go with him. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna leave him out there by himself. I go with him to be determined. None of us have to work on Monday. Well, you probably do, Miguel, but I don't have to work. And I know y'all. Nah, I don't. Work. Nah, I don't. I to don't. Be I'm determined. Home. To be determined. Let's see. Let me see what day they play on. It's Saturday or Sunday. So this this my thing too, man. Like, and I think we touched on this week one, or even I think it was yeah week one after week one. Um, even in, I know me and Hoes We felt like this last year But just to bring it back up To go along with The fans And the crowd And all of that Like bro You gotta understand When you got Fucking Two stadiums You rotating in between And that's one in what Like Memphis And one in Detroit Detroit uh, yes. and Canton, Ohio. Then you I got Canton, right? Yeah, like, yeah. but but then you don't have, but you but you got teams playing there, like the New Orleans Breakers are playing a home game in fucking Detroit, Michigan, yeah, or Canton, Ohio, or Canton, Ohio. They won't. How can they have fans if they're a New Orleans team? No fans from no people from New Orleans gonna mm-hmm. rock with them because they can't go watch them. They probably don't even playing them games on TV down there on the local stations, and they're New Orleans. You feel me? Houston ain't playing in Houston. Houston ain't even playing in Texas. Like, how can you? How can I cheer for this? Why would I even want to cheer for this? That's, and I can't support it. That's just like last year when all the games was in Birmingham. And Birmingham was the only team. Birmingham with fans. was the only team that had like sold out. Probably sell-out why fans. they won the championship. That's true too. Like that, that's my only knock on the on on the league itself. Like if you're gonna do it that way, then just get a team's names. Don't even give them cities. Just give them names. Like Listen. okay, this is the Panthers. This is the Bears. This is the Cardinals. <laughs> like I'm just like, saying, bro. Rec, rec like rec we, you, 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 y'all the USFL hey. Panthers. Y'all the USFL Gamblers. The y'all more, the USFL. The more we talk about this, this is getting worse. This sound worse. I'm just yeah, saying, worse. Yeah, bro. If 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 I, if I if I live in Houston and you got the game. Gamblers, and then you got the Roughnecks. I can go to a Roughnecks game 1,000%. and watch the Roughnecks play and chill them on. So I'm more liable. To, and then I'm probably, when I'm outside chilling, I go to the bar, I go out to the store or something, I probably can run into one of the one of the Houston uh, Roughnecks players. True. I'm not running into none of the Gamblers because guess what? They're not even in Houston. Most they don't play in Houston. They're in Ohio. They're in Ohio <laughs> with Houston on the front of their shirt. Yeah, nah, that's true. I mean, look, I wouldn't even want to cheer for that. I'm not even gonna pay attention to. It. I'm not gonna watch it or nothing not because wrong. I can't relate to them. They not in my city. You know what this tells me? This just lets me know who had a bigger bag. That's to, a fact. To finance their league, I agree. that's just yeah. all this no, is for sure. Bro. And the Rock don't never touch nothing that don't succeed. That's a fact. Hey, he got the Midas touch. Yeah, he ain't touching nothing. Whatever that don't he succeed. touched turned to gold. So, and he's a former player. So it's like yeah. it's different. 
It's a different passion. He talked about yeah, that. Yeah, you need to let him touch you then, bro, so we Whoa. can tee you up, Brody. No Take homo, one for the team, homo, my boy. Homo, man. <laughs> what you mean, Jesus no homo? Jesus Christ. Is just you like, let him touch me, yeah, it's, it's only that way if you if you make it that way, bro. Uh, if you think of it that way, good. that's because that's what you want. That ain't what I meant. You know what? Hey, we could be partners or something because I know I'm going to get some bread. Ooh. That's what you in there for, bread. Say less. <laughs> Say less. Moving on. Moving on. Everybody got a price. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Moving on. Y'all just set on. me up. <laughs> moving on. But, man, look, last weekend, man, man, with some action going on in that boxing ring, man, we had the Canelo Alvarez, man, versus the boy uh, Ryder, man. Hey, that was a hell of a fight, man, in my for opinion, sure. man. We were me. Miguel and my cousin Simi, man. Y'all know Simi be on the show, man. We pulled up on one of our homeboys, Malcolm. Uh, we watched the fight over his crib. Had a little, little, little guys, little fight night, man. It was dope. Holes was supposed to come pull up on us. He sent us off. But it's I all good. No one he sent us off. But it's <laughs> all good. No but, man, just to recap the fight, man, it went all 12. I, I thought that Canelo would get him out the way until I start until I saw how Ryder was fighting, and I knew then I say Ryder tough man. Yeah, he had the dog. He tough, bro. He, he getting peace, but he ain't going nowhere, bro. Canelo knocked him down a couple of times, but yeah. hey, he went all twelve, man. With the distance, it was unanimous. Them scores was ridiculous, yeah. but he he definitely he definitely tough, man. He's definitely tough. I would definitely uh, be tuning in to his next fight. Yeah, but man, I just want to. Y'all boys want to throw something out real quick before we move on. I just want to throw it out there. Canelo did get the victory in his hometown. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Y'all know he always fights Cinco de Mayo weekend. He fought in his hometown in Mexico, man. It was turned up, sold out. They sold out a soccer stadium, man. It was nuts, man. That's nuts, bro. That's ridiculous, bro. I was telling y'all that is amazing, bro. That is amazing, dude. I mean, um. Canelo, he did what he, you know, we did what he, we expected him to do, come in and get the victory, but it damn sure wasn't easy. It damn sure wasn't easy. And I knew after that 12th round, he had to give that man respect. Ryder, they gave him one credited knockdown and one, like, trip. But I believe it was two. If, you know, after they did the replay, he definitely knocked him down twice. But, you know, I think that was a mishap on the refs, you know what I mean? But. Canelo, hey, shout out to him, man. He won in his hometown. I mean, obviously, you know, the fans probably wasn't pleased because it wasn't by unanimous, like, knockout TKO style. But, hey, man, that's what happens when you fighting competitive people. You know what I'm saying? It's going to go. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's just that, you know, that actually, to me personally, if I'm paying my money, I kind of want to see it drawn. I want to see sure. that. And they were, man, that was a bloodbath, man. Them folks, was in, they was getting busy in there, man. It was getting busy, sure. and like Cordell handing on, Ryder never knew anything about you prior to this fight. But I guarantee you I'll be chiming in from here on out because I know you got that dog in you. Hey, you took that L, but I'm pretty sure you'll be back soon. Facts. Well, uh, I don't have much to to add in this saying that uh, unforeseen circumstances did not allow me <laughs> to to witness this uh, illustrious fight. But I guess I'll ask y'all. So I, I seen, I watched a few of the highlights, and I seen Ryder's face at the end of mm-hmm. of the match. Like if you didn't watch the fight, you'd think he got his ass dog walked. No, he did. He did. Get, he did. Okay. He got the shit beat out of him. Okay. He was bleeding early. He just took it like a champ. Though. Right. Okay. He was okay. just. He was taking it, but he, he was. He was throwing. You know how like the Spanish fighters fight their ass off, man. Yeah. That's fact. one thing that's, you know. That's the only. That's the perfect comparison to what I was gonna say, yeah. bro. Like. 
you can tell like he was hurt in the ring, but he still mm-hmm. was throwing some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just letting him know he's still there. You know, the, I, it was a point in the fight where it was like, you know, that's when you know like, oh, yeah, this fight finna get stopped. Yeah. No, they couldn't stop it because he's still throwing power punches. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. you know what I'm I, I mean, but, but he got he got beat down, bro. Like he got he, look, he looked like it. Yeah, he got abused. Bro, nose sure. is broken. Yeah, like his nose yeah. is broke. He got abused because when I saw him um, with the press conference after the fight, he was talking about how his nose broke. Like he he had it packed with the tissue and the whole nine. Face was a little purple in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, for me, I think it was more of I really want to see it because this this was Canelo's first time mm-hmm. fighting back at home. So and I didn't even know he the fight was at a soccer stadium. Yeah, that I didn't know nuts, that. Bro. That's I definitely know I missed out because mm-hmm. I'm a fan of like optics and how shit looks and like how people put things together. Especially with me being an athletic court, like, athletic director, like I'm always trying to figure out ways to spice shit up. You know what I'm saying for our kids and for our athletic programs. So for him to sell out a soccer stadium, you know what I'm saying? Like listen, we we talk about like how. How some boxing matches are at the Cowboy Stadium, which is crazy because Cowboy Stadium is absolutely amazing. It's immaculate, but I don't think people understand like the magnitude of a soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no real seats. Well, it was huge. It was crazy. They just cramped people the up look, in that joint. The little top open. Yeah, and yeah. Shit. man, that shit was nuts, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it get crazy, and then soccer fans are wild. So you yeah. bring that level of energy to a boxing match, yeah. first time ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I had his grandma there. Yeah, no, nah, it was. Bro, had his grandma. Like my nigga Stacy said from the wood, he he got his ass beat, but he took it like a G. Took it like a G. <laughs> hey, that's you know a fact. fact. Hey, look, he that's got hard fact. though, cuz. Little nigga got hard though, cuz. Got hard, cuz. <laughs> yeah. Got his ass whooped the other day, but he took it like a G. Yeah, man, nah, nah, that was it was epic, man, because they kept they take a little shot from like I guess the back of the arena and it'll show you all the seats, it'll show you the top open, man. It was packed in that thing. Not an open spot in that joint, man. I, let me see if Not I can zoom in on this picture so you know. can see this joint. Hell, that's bro. bro, that's one of my bucket list things, sporting events, to go see a soccer match either in Mexico or somewhere in Europe to go to actual soccer match and experience that. Bro, that's crazy. Bro, look at that. That's that just picture a, is wild, bro. That, that don't even look real. Nuts, bro. That don't even look real. Yeah, that's how I was looking on. Like it was looking so jam packed. That I'm don't like, even look man, real. It was. It was nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, that was nuts, man. So that that was a hell of a fight, man. It was a hell of a fight. And um, just so y'all know, man, be on the lookout, man. Next weekend, uh, May twentieth, y'all already know we gonna give y'all the real spiel on that one. Next week, we gonna dive deep into that because I think there's a few of us. There's a couple of us at the table. Uh, all three of us, I feel like, got different opinions on each one of these fighters next week, man. But that Lomachenko versus Devin Haney, man, mm-hmm. that's going down. And we, as we all know, Devin Haney is undisputed mm-hmm. in that weight division, man. So he got all the belts. Belt boy. He got all the belts. Belt you feel boy. Me? So it's going down. And Lomachenko, ESPN tried to, you know, hype him up. You know, that's my opinion. I ain't going to really get too far to it because we'll be spending an hour on just that. But y'all, I just want to let y'all know that's coming That's coming our way next weekend. So y'all got to know next week's show, we're going to talk. We're going to spend some time on this one, man, because this is sure. another big fight, just like the Tank and Garcia. But I actually think this one is, in my opinion, as a fight fan, is bigger than the Tank Garcia yeah. for the simple fact that I feel like we all knew Garcia. We, we all said Garcia True. wasn't ready for that's that fight. True. He wasn't going to be able to compete with Tank. We knew that. Yeah. I don't think from a social standpoint, like, it's bigger. But I think from, like, a boxing standpoint, like, two boxers, it's a bigger fight because I don't think you can, can say. 
I don't think you can say Loma's not ready for That's Haney, true. and I don't think you can say Haney ain't ready for Loma. That's I think true. that either way, and I'm not mad at whoever picked. Like, I knew, like, if somebody told me they got Ryan Garcia, I looked at them like they was crazy and they don't watch boxing. In this fight, if you tell me you got Loma and I got Haney, I'm not mad at no, you because I feel sure. like it really is that close. Like it could go either way. You know what I mean? I ain't mad at who you got. You know, it's a lot of we're gonna dive into it next week. But the go dynamic ahead, the dynamics is interesting. Ridiculous. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. So to me, from a boxing standpoint, this is a bigger fight. Two quality boxers. I think Ryan Garcia is a quality boxer, but he's just he wasn't ready for that fight. You know what I mean? But my boy thought this shit was Instagram. Right, right. And it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> He thought he had a puncher's chance, but he really didn't. You feel me? So I, but in this fight, it's really said otherwise. It's really, it's really like that. This fight, man. So, yeah, man, we gonna we gonna we gonna definitely uh, get right with that, man. We gonna have another little highly underrated sports fight party. You know what I mean? A little something, something, man. We ain't gonna go too crazy, but yeah, man, we gonna get y'all that next week. So let's move on, man. Let's move on to some dope, um, some dope, some dope, some dope. Stuff you know, man, a little sport that we ain't really we do. It's our first time touching on, yeah. I can say that, man. But let's just dive right into it, man. The Charles R. Drew Charter School in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. In Atlanta, right man, outside Atlanta. right Riverdale. out, okay, Riverdale, mm-hmm. right outside Atlanta. Man, these boys, all black kids, man, all black guys, man. They golf team won the state championship, um, last year, man, in May, golf, in golf, yeah. yeah, in golf, right? State championship in golf. Um, it's coming up on the anniversary. They won it in 2019 for the first time. Mind mm-hmm. you, all black guys, man, in golf. And then they, then COVID year happened, so they didn't compete. But then they came back 2022, man, and won it again, right? Um, so, man, these, this, this school is obviously producing some nice golfers, some good golfers, man, guys who really get down with the golf, you know, on the golf on the golf course. Um, so, and these are high school kids, man, state champions, high school kids. So I think that, you know, as a crew, man, we wanted to really ask, man, really throw this topic out there. Is it time for us to start introducing our kids into, you know, more non-traditional sports like golf, like maybe tennis or, you know, things of that nature instead of the basketballs, the footballs, the hockey, the baseball, you know, instead of those things that are easy to sign our kids up because there's programs everywhere. What about those sports that we may have to look on the internet and find? Maybe we got to drive a couple miles, you know, to get this, get our kids signed up, like maybe a hockey team. Um, you know what I mean? Like like we said, golf, tennis, you know, rugby, things like that, man. What's what's going on, man? Is it time for lacrosse. us to introduce lacrosse? Uh, is it time for us to introduce our kids into more of, more of these sports, man? Because these black boys doing their thing, man. Obviously, the school alone is doing that thing, winning national championships in, in golf. You know what I mean? So, man, what's up, man? What should we, you know, what, what's going on? It's definitely time to start. Like we, like we all interrated early, especially me and Hoes. We was chopping it up. Man, it's 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 so many so many sports out here other than the main core sports that we all hear about: football, baseball, basketball. You know what I'm saying? We need. You know, we starting to integrate as far as far as people like race wise, African American especially. You got your NHL hockey. You know, we starting to we starting to sprinkle a little bit of color in that. You know, golfing right now we only got four professional golfers, man. As far as you know, that's solidifying the PGA Tour status. You know, you got Tiger Woods, Harold Varner the Third, Cameron Champ, and Joseph Ramlett. You know what I'm saying? Like 
four players out of 260 PGA certified golfers, bro. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them young boys, man, at that school, man. Hope y'all keep it up. You know what I'm saying? It was the anniversary. I know we a little bit late, but you know, man, I hope y'all are the seniors, man. I hope y'all doing bigger and better things. The underclassmen, I hope y'all, you know, pursuing y'all dreams, man. And don't ever think that it's over with, man. You guys can break the barrier of anything you guys put your mind to. And shout out to me. And as far as speaking about African Americans in the in the in the sport of golf, you got to give a shout out to them young boys, man, from uh. Eastside Golf, man. Them, sure. them boys doing their thing. You know, you got a Lajuan over there, Earl. You know, they they set the foundation, man. They got the contract, you know, the 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 contract with Jordan Brand. You know what I'm saying? They doing their thing. You know, you out here getting fly and golfing at the same time. I think that's pretty dope. Shout out to your boy DJ Khaled, man. I think he think he a golfer now, man. You know, <laughs> let's go golfing. Let's go golfing. That's his term. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he's doing his thing, man. But you know what? Uh, my brother been telling me that this sport is up and coming. My shout out to Brandon. We just had him on the Facetime, man. We're mm-hmm. gonna have him here, man. He's gonna give y'all a golf segment here soon. Um, he let me know that man, this sport is up and coming, man. It's definitely if you can if you can succeed in box, I mean in golfing, you can succeed in a lot of things, man. It's one of the hardest sports, man, to play. So. You know, I look forward to getting my, you know, getting on the green myself. You know, I'm gonna give me a little starter kit. You know, I ain't gonna go out there and spend about, you know, you know, you spend about two thousand on, mm-hmm. on on a set. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give me a little, little, little starter kit. Get out there and you know, you can get you some used joints too, just yeah, to learn they, how to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, my know, brother like told me. Fisher Price yeah, joints, I'm gonna you know give me saying? some little, you know what I'm saying, little type top flight, <laughs> whatever the little brand. It's a little low budget <laughs> brand. You know what I'm saying? But say top flight. I'm looking for it, man, because the thing is, bro, it'd be really Such dope if we had a if we had a if we had a highly underrated sports little golf out and bro, I'm that'd be dope. That. I'm not mad at that. Actually. Cause you can go out there, have you a couple drinks. Hey, listen. Smoke you a stogie, you know what I'm saying? Little cigar. Stogie. You know what I'm saying? Whenever Enjoy y'all ready, it. we can go to Top Golf. Oh man, oh, I, I, love go, top I golf. go to Top Golf. I love Top Golf. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I go there all the time. I love that. I love and I'll that. beat y'all. That's a easy, vibe, too. That's definitely a vibe. I'll be smacking that joint all the way to the net, bro. Easy, oh, you money. cold there, because, man, I'll I be smacking that joint all the way to the net, oh, no. dog. Oh, Golf is hard, bro. No, nah, it is. It just be hard and for And I me. was a good baseball player. You played baseball. We think yeah. that it's an easy transition. Nah, That's not, not an easy transition. Because the first time I ever went to a golf outing, man, I went at my job. We went and had a little pie outing. We went to the little virtual um, driving range. Simulator joints. The simulators, yeah. right? Boy, the first like five times I swung that thing, I didn't hit nothing. One of my boys had to show me, you know, how to do it, like what to aim for, what I'm looking for. And then I was pretty decent after that. Then they, then Top Golf came around, you know, where I was put on to Top Golf, and I started going there. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty straight at driving right now. But uh, you know, I used to do mini golf when we was little. I would even put a mini golf, little mini golf, little joint in my backyard or yeah, something just hard. to get right mm-hmm. just to see what you know what i mean just something you could probably take up you know roll away or something like that just to get right but no nah, I, I would definitely um definitely get into some golfing man if y'all yeah, boys was down crazy. for that i got a couple homies down. in the corporate roar these these cats got the little portable little putting mm-hmm. in the office and shit you know what i'm saying i'm like that's dope but yeah golfing's lit bro no nah, I, I mean for me especially like i said earlier being an athletic director i'm always interested in how I can introduce kids to, to things outside of, like, they scope. Because everybody can't play basketball. Everybody can't play football. Everybody can't play baseball. But there's a sport, like, 
that could probably help you. As I tell kids all the time, use your talents to finance your dream. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Use your whatever athletic ability you got to finance your dream. You want to be a YouTuber? That's cool. Are are you athletic? Do you have a do you have a skill set? Use that to finance your dream. Why go buy a five thousand dollar camera, ten thousand dollar camera when you can learn how to use it for free on somebody's college campus? Then stack your bread up. Then you go get you one when you know what to do with it. But in the meantime, get you some free hours on somebody else's device. Thanks. All because you had a talent and it financed what you wanted to do. So that's how I'm looking at it, man. I want to be able to bring tennis to the high school where I'm at. I want to bring tennis. I want to bring golf. Hell, I see a, it's a it's an old man that's always out. We probably got like four or five acres behind our school. That's our practice fields. And it's an old man that's out there consistently working on his putting, working on his driving, working on his chipping. You know what I'm saying? I don't be want to bother them because I know golf guys is like real. You know what I'm saying? They sensitive about their time and they space and they shit. So I just let him cook. But one of these days, well, I'm, I'm gonna pull up on them and just uh, and try to have this full fledged conversation with them. Cause should, bro. I'm definitely interested in like bringing that and incorporating that with with the rest of the stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we have our other things that I try to push our kids towards, like water polo and and things of that nature. But you know, us ethnic folks, you know, swimming ain't always our strong suit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So that's that'd be kind of hard to push them towards. But I'm always trying to push kids towards it because, one, just naturally, like I tell them, it's going to teach you how not to rely on athleticism alone. Like at some point, as an athlete and as a person, you got to reply, you got to re- rely on what you have from an intellect standpoint. What's your understanding of the sport that you play? Do you understand the rules and the loopholes within the rules to make yourself a better athlete? Mm-hmm. Then when all else fails, do what you do best and just be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand the structure of the game and the rules of the game, you can finesse the game with, with little to no effort. You know what I'm saying? Then at that point, you, you control everybody. Thanks. So I'm, I'm, I'm always interested in, in, in trying. Like I think I told y'all earlier my little, my little story about non-traditional sports where – all my nephews play basketball. I don't have one nephew that plays football. Not one. Every I've spent 10 hours in the gym watching AU basketball before. Then fell asleep and woke up, and my nephew still the game still going on. You know what I'm saying? But one of my nephews, horrible, was god-awful to the point where I would go see his games. I put my headphones on, my earbuds in, and just listen. This is back in the day when nobody listened to podcasts. I was listening to podcasts. Like, not even like, I'm just, I'm here to support. I'm here to make sure you get a ride home. You know what I'm saying? Let's stop, get some food. Let's chop it up. Let me check in, make sure you're straight. You know what I'm saying? But he quit soccer. He was really good at soccer. Quit it to play basketball. Because, I mean, that's the level of pressure that, like, that our kids have. They feel like they have to be good at the popular sports. And I think we need to, we need to debunk that that narrative. You know what I'm saying? And introduce all sports to our kids and, and just, hey, find your niche. You know what I'm saying? Even if it ain't playing, do you want to coach? You know what I'm saying? You want to be a videographer? You want to be a statistician, manager, whatever? It's money out there to be had, and all of it. So, you know, yeah. you ain't got to be end-all, be-all, be Batman mm-hmm. and nothing else. So, you know what I'm saying? You can be Alfred. You can be Robin. Back. You know what I'm saying? You can be Lois Lane. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? You can be whatever. <laughs> That's a whole different cartoon. My bad. But there you go. <laughs> I agree. I think that uh I think we should definitely introduce our kids into the into um the the less popular sports 
Um, for the simple fact that you don't know what you like until you try. You feel sure. me? So you could come out here, like bro said. It may be you may not be good at football, basketball, baseball. You may not be fast enough to run track or anything like that. But you may go out on that golf course and and, and be nice with it. You may be extremely accurate with your shots. You may mm-hmm. be all of that, and then you may just learn to love the game. You can learn to fall. You can fall in love with something new yeah. that was completely. Like something that was never even on your radar. You fall in love with it. Like bro said, you can, okay, let's say, okay, you play golf and then you fall in love with the game and you may not go pro, but you love the game so much that you become a, a golf analyst or you become uh, 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 whatever for golf. Like, you know, you can do, like, do the sports media for golf. You can film golf. You can coach golf. You can be around golf. Like you can do wh- or whatever sport that you may, you know, come across that you, you know, because everything don't involve around basketball, baseball, football, you know, soccer, the things you see on TV every day. Golf comes on TV. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, those golf dudes, they get paid bags when they man. win those tournaments, man. Yeah. And you ain't, always, you ain't got to finish first to make no bags. That's either. what I'm saying, man. So, and they get a lot of endorsements, too. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I'm just, just learning new things, man. I think that kids should have opportunities to do everything. At least see if you like it or not. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you do, then you do. And not just golf, but all sports. Like, try it. Just it, try it's it. It's crazy, though, bro. Because, like, now that I didn't, you know, my brother is tapped in, how he tapped in, he didn't got me, in, you know, more involved in it, bro. Some of your favorite athletes, man, this is what they do in they, in yep. they, in they, they spare time. time, bro. Like, Steph Curry's cold. Yep. Michael Jordan. Cold. cold. Charles Barkley, cold. Tony Romo. Cold. Damn, they got a PGA deal. Like, Josh Allen. Cold. Cold. Yeah. And and you know what's what my boy? My man went to North Carolina uh, A&T. Uh, oh, J.R. Smith. Smith? Yeah. Oh, Jeff Come on, man. That's the prime J. example. Smith. Yeah, I think about bro. It. Ray Allen. Yes. People like that, man. Hey, man, if you sleep, man. The Rock play golf, too. Wake yeah. up, man. Like, Wake really up. think about it. J.R. Smith had what? Like, almost a 15-year career somewhere? It's mm-hmm. close. Between 12 and 15 years. Yeah. In the NBA. Yeah. He still found his way back to something else. Yeah. And not only did he find his way back to it, he decided to go back to college since he was a high he drafted out of high school. Yeah. Like that's dope to me. Four point student on the golf team. His appreciation for it now. It's different. As an bro. adult, as a grown man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's different. It's lit. Because when you from where we from, golf, you finna go play golf. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with you? You think you Tiger Woods? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you know what I'm saying? You just found something different. And I think we got to start debunking them little stereotypes and stuff, man. And and just letting people be their own individual selves, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's dope to me. So Yeah, um, no doubt. That's dope. Definitely. Agreed, agreed, man. So, kids, man, try to eat sports, man. Try you some tennis, man. Go out, get you get, get right on some tennis, man. Go to Top Golf, man. You know what I'm saying? Do something, man. Do something different. Check check something else out, man. You might love it. Uh, anyway, man, let's move on, man, to the NBA, man. NBA is busting right now, as we all know. It's playoff time. Second round of the playoffs going crazy right now. We already put our predictions in and that thing, man. So, man, before we get really – before we dive all the way into the NBA, man, just want to say rest in peace to Nick Gilbert. For sure. Nick yeah. Gilbert, man. I know all the fellas, was, you know, want to say the same. Yeah, God rest yeah. his soul, man. I know the Cavs going to miss you, man. I mean, your family going to miss you, no doubt. Rest in, rest in peace. But, man, you brought some luck to that lottery. He definitely did. Man. Didn't. didn't. <laughs> 
know couple first round, first round, uh, first picks of the first round. Potential you know Hall of Fame was both. Well, one for sure. Yeah, yeah, one so, for sure. So know, God rest his soul, man. Yeah, yeah man, that's uh Dan Gilbert's Gilbert's son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Dan Gilbert's son. Uh, rest in peace to Nick Gilbert, man. Um, uh, and condolences to the family for sure. But man, let's move on, man. Uh, as we all know. The Bucks went down in round one, man. Number one seed, best team in the league. Uh, they went down to the play-in, worst team in the East, number eight, Miami. Not in the East, but in the playoffs in the East. Miami, they went down, what, like 4-1? Uh, they got put out like 4-1. They won one game, that series, and then they fired their coach, um, Mike Budenhauser. Budenhauser, what the f- yeah, hey, you get there it. You, 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 you run. You, yeah, you, you run. Boone Hoser. You, you get, y'all get where I'm coming from. Y'all know the coach. Uh, they fired the coach. Just two um, years after winning the championship? Yeah, yeah. 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 And obviously, I know as as an athlete, as a former athlete, uh, the connection that you have with your coach, man. So, yeah. Uh, firing the coach can be detrimental to a locker room. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, I just want to ask the fellas. What do y'all think about this? Was it the right move? Um, was it the wrong move? Can this t- team still be successful? Are they still the championship team without Boot and Hoser? Big Mike. <laughs> what y'all boys think? Him, bud. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's a. All these professional leagues, man, these professional leagues, professional teams, this is a. What have you done for me now lately Man. type league? Man. Now, this, this, if this don't prove it, nothing yeah. else will. So, it was all good just You know what I'm saying? Ago. When you got these teams and, and the way that the front office has, you know, orchestrated the whole Milwaukee Bucks team, like they put pieces, man. You know what I'm saying? They brought in, you know what I'm saying, Portis. They, you know what I'm saying? They brought in Holiday. You know what I'm saying? They gave, given, you know, uh, uh, Antetokounmpo was his conscious money. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're not winning, what are you doing? So we got to move on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's sad because, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 the coaches coach, players play. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm sure they feel a certain way about it, but at the same time, it's, it's always going to fall on the good win, lose, or draw. It's always going to fall on the coach. So. It's just one of them. It's just one of them positions that he just gotta bite the bullet on, man. You know, and hopefully they can get somebody in there that's you know capable of taking over. But you know they got a couple of notable free agents on their team. You know, uh, one of the biggest names. You know, you got Middleton. You know, Middleton is you know he's looking for a bigger market. You know, what I'm saying hopefully you know, hopefully you know uh, he needs to stay on the court. Yeah, ho- the facts. That's ho- a fact. You know, hopefully they can keep him. You know, and they got holiday. You know, hope they can keep him. MB got fired. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's to answer the question. You know, that was asked. Is it something that should have happened? You know, I mean, I'm a firm believer. I it's not even a firm believer. I just know how the league works. They put a team together. They put a superstar team together, a championship caliber team together. He didn't win, and we got to go elsewhere. And it's just it's just nature of the business. So. You know, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to land a job, you know what I'm saying, without a doubt. He's going to land a job somewhere. He's a uh, product of uh, – what's my what's the coach from uh, San Antonio? Uh, Pop. 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 He's a product of Pop. So, I mean, you know, Pop puts some people out, man. He puts some – he puts the, you know, he does his thing. So, hopefully he lands on his feet, you know. But it's unfortunate, man. But, you know, it's the nature of the business. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Bud Light gonna land up on his feet. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light, like, damn. <laughs> Let me stop playing. I mean, it's a dirty business, man. Professional sports is a dirty business, bro. I mean, listen, then brought you a championship. Y'all wasn't just known for championships. You know what I'm saying? And then brought that city some. And Milwaukee, I mean, it be needing some positivity. Milwaukee be needing it. But, I mean, listen, the the unfortunate part about, I think, being within the sports realm is that the minute you set the bar high, you really don't have much time to perform low. Like, once you win a championship, all right, we here now. We got that taste. So, now, we're not trying to go back. We ain't trying to go back to, to the depths of, like, no return. So, now, we got to at least be getting to the conference championship. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can live with getting to the conference championship, but getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs to the play-in team? Yeah, that – I mean, the question is, who the hell are you going to find to replace them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the only good thing I will say about the NBA is I feel like it's always somebody that comes out the wings that end up being a quality coach or a decent coach. So, I think football, not so much. Basketball, you can always find somebody. When you think of guys like Spolstra and guys like that who went from, like, cutting up film to now being, you know, high-level coaches, it's always somebody who understands the game. They just need the opportunity. So, in basketball, I can see see that a little bit more. But, man, the, the old old saying, old heads used to always tell me when I was a young boy, hey, you don't quit a job till you got another job. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why would I get rid of a coach unless I already – I need to know. I got to have somebody in the wings waiting to be prepared to to run this team. Like, otherwise, this is – I'm hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? We finna end up where we don't want to be. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Giannis feel about that because Giannis was real close. Yep. You know what I'm saying, with him. So, and just like Middleton won a bigger market, that time coming for Giannis. If not, if it ain't now. So, we're going to see. Yeah. I think – Oh, uh, man. I mean, I get it. I, I understand it. But uh, at the same time, I can't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was a tough decision for the simple fact that uh, he went 271 and 120 regular season record over five seasons, won the championship. They ain't won the championship in who knows how long before then. Um. The star player loves him, and I'm pretty sure all the rest of the players love him. To just take him away from that team, you're risking losing the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, But I get it from a standpoint that you're the best team in the league. You're the number one seed in the East, best team, best overall team, and you get put out 4-1 with or without Giannis. Although, yeah, Giannis missed a couple of games. He was hurt on the back end. But – as a one number one seed, you still should be able to beat a play-in number eight team. I just feel like you should. You expect it to still beat them, man. Like even without your superstar, with the rest of the guys you got, because they still got hella pieces. Even if you look at the players that are on like the All NBA Defensive Team, like you got, um, what's my boy point guard, uh, Holiday. Drew Holiday. 
You know what I mean? You got guys, Brooke Lopez. You got those dudes, man. You got Middleton. They got some ballers over there, and they won games like without Giannis. You know what I mean? They, it's not like they don't know how to play without him. Uh, Bobby Portis, he came along strong with those boys over there, man. So I feel like they got – and they're deep. So I feel like they should still win some games. I feel like well, – I'll say this. I feel like you're still expected to win those games. Um, and even when Giannis came back, they still lost – but so I get it from that standpoint. You lost to the AC. You lost to a team coming in off a of play in one. You only won one game. It wasn't even a competitive series. So somebody had to go. Um, would I make? Would I have made that move at this point? Uh probably not. I think it was premature. I mean, he just won a so championship too. two years ago. Yeah. Like he's probably still got one more season. Yeah, yeah, one more, one more. I'm gonna at least see. I'm gonna at least see what's going on. One more season, and then you know we make the. If it happens again, okay, cool. Now, 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 bro. I gave you another chance. Like a lot of coaches get. Oh, uh, they let them know. Hey, bro. We know all season. Hey, but buddy in the hot seat. You know what I mean? We didn't know, especially with how the season was going. We didn't know he was in the hot seat. No. You feel me? So it's kind of. I feel like this kind of caught everybody off guard, but. From a business standpoint, I do get it. Um, I just hope that uh, the team still – I like watching those boys hoop, so I hope that they can still come back and, you know, do their thing and still ball how they balled before that. But coaches do matter in, in a lot of cases. So hopefully it doesn't, you know, take a toll on the team altogether and then you get players asking for trades next season because they're a 500 team. You know what I mean? But – Man, anyway, let's move on. Obviously, we know um, the Phoenix and Denver series is going on right now. Phoenix Suns versus Denver Nuggets. We, we, we're catching that right now. But we, as we all know, the last game, which was about two nights ago, uh, Nikola Jokic, man, the Joker, man, got into it on the sideline. He kind of shoved the uh, the Suns owner, man. I know a lot of people may have seen just the clip and didn't know who the guy in the green jacket was that he kind of brushed off with his forearm. That was the Phoenix Suns owner who was holding the ball. Now, granted, okay, he was wrong for holding the ball. He shouldn't have did that. But uh, I don't think Jokic should have pushed him like that, man. The Joker was out of line for for pushing them, pushing them like that and pushing the fan, right? Yeah, the NBA is supposed to protect the players, but they're also supposed to protect the fans as well. Um, so I just want to throw it around to the fellas, man, because obviously there was no suspension uh, with the Joker. Uh, at all he didn't get suspended he didn't get anything behind that like they didn't say anything a lot of people were on his side about the situation so what happened was the ball went out of bounds the owner grabbed the ball and he was standing there with the ball uh Jokic tried to come over there and take the ball from him and he knocked the ball out of his hand he knocked it up and flew backwards and then dude like kind of like was just next to him like kind of they were close like kind of in his face a little bit and he like pushed him off with his foot with his left um forearm pushed him and and, and the owner he fell down in his seat and all that man it was crazy and uh nothing happened they just went back to hooping man they went back to hoop i think he didn't did he get attacked no no he didn't get attacked no no okay well yeah they just went back they just went back to hooping and uh yeah there was no suspensions no nothing man and we just Huh? He got fined. He got fined for that? Yeah, it was like $25,000. Yeah, you're going to have well, to get okay. fined for that. Okay, so basically nothing happened. Um, so, exactly. <laughs> so basically nothing happened, bro. So, yeah, man, I just want to ask. I just want to throw it around to the fellas, man. 
I just want to get like, is there a double standard? Because I, I personally feel like if that would have been Draymond, he would have been. If Draymond had done that, he would have been ejected from the game. First of all, facts. Ejected from the game, he would have been suspended for the rest of the playoffs and half of next season. I don't and know. got fined crazy. I don't know about the rest of the playoffs, but he definitely we got one game at least. Man, I for feel sure. like they would have made such a big deal that he put his hands on an owner, a team owner. And they would have tried to cook him, but all in all, even 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 if not, let's say they don't cook him for the. But I know he he would have got ejected and suspended for sure. He would have got, got a game and for fined sure. for, for 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 the same thing, man. So is there a double standard in the league? That's the first question. Is there a double standard in the league? And then to rebuttal off that, are the fans? Uh, do the fans get too involved in the games, man? Because I mean, at the end of the day. Bro was wrong too a little bit for holding the ball like that, but he's. I feel like he, he, he bro, Joker, Joker shouldn't have put his hands on him like that. You know what I mean? So I just want to ask y'all boys that man: Is there a double standard in the league? Had that had been somebody else in the league, would they have been suspended, fined, and all of the above? And are the fans too involved? Do the fans are the fans a little bit too comfortable right now? I feel like they can kind of do whatever they want. I'll kick it off, man. To answer the, the first half of that question, is it a double standard? Yes, it's a double standard. It's a double standard in the world, period. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got a rap sheet. You compared it to Draymond? Oh, yeah, for sure. Draymond, who was known for having, at the end of the 82-year the season, the 82-game season, he's known for being the most penalized player, the most, having the most technical fouls, damn near the most ejections. He's, you know, based off his rap sheet alone, I believe, like me and Ho said, I believe you agree with it as well. He would have definitely got at least a game and a heavy fine. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Fine probably would have been a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just that's just off the strength. You know, Jokic, you know, it was just one of them situations where he did a little bit too much, but it's a it's a rare occasion for him. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, he did get a tech too. He got, he, uh, got he did one. get okay. a tech. Mm-hmm. But to answer the to the beef, the 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 beef wasn't really. I think that Jokic didn't even realize that a real fan reached over both of him, the Isaiah Thomas and the owner, and pushed him. He mm-hmm. eventually got eject, uh, like kicked out of the stadium, kicked out the game. Period. Oh, word. Yeah, it was an actual fan who reached over and pushed him on the arm, but he didn't even notice that. Obviously. But I mean, it's, that's just that's just the nature of the game, man. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because historically that'd be the case. Yeah, it's always a third party. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What the, what we got going on here? But yeah, the actual, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just it's 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 funny like that, man. The league is funny like that, you know? Like Draymond, oh my God, Draymond would have got it. <laughs> No, he definitely was. Draymond would have got it, bro. Like it wouldn't even have been funny. Like for sure, as soon as we would have seen it happen, we'd be like, "Oh, he's gone for the next game." It would just mm-hmm. been said. It would have been automatic. But you know, what I mean, obviously, we all seen the little, you know, pregame part when he gave him the ball and shook his hand and made made amends. And you know, obviously, that's the shit is is gonna be swept under the rug now. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, with certain players, man, in certain situations, it would have been handled differently, and that's, that's unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? Because I think that no matter, you know, race, color, creed, player, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, it should always be equal, you know. But, you know, we living in a crazy world, bro. It ain't, it ain't like that. And by the way, by the way, by the way, just to add to what bro said, I think that that's very corny 
the uh what what the, the shit that they did before the game, man, with Joke when Jokic walked up to him, gave him the ball, and they shook hands. Talking about tonight's game. Yeah, tonight's yeah. game. I think that's extremely corny. I feel like Saving that was face. forced. Yeah, I feel like both of them probably was like, "Hey, we got to do something for the cameras." Like that was corny. But go ahead, host. Um, I'm I'm on both ways. Like, is there a double standard? Of course. But you know, wise person once told me back in the day. I'll treat everybody fair. I don't treat everybody the same. It's just the truth. Like, I mean, Draymond, Draymond has earned the the way he's treated by the officials. The Thanks. same way Dennis Rodman earned the way he was treated by the officials Thanks. and some other guys in history. Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. Who, we can go down. Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can go down this list and on and on and on. Which, there ain't nothing wrong with that because that was their personality when they played. They were intense. And they were what? What? Uh, what's who said it was it? Dave Chappelle, habitual line steppers. They was habitual line steppers. Mm-hmm. You knew any given moment within a basketball game, they was gonna cross the line. Yeah. And depending on who the official was, they either was gonna get hit with a tech or they probably was gonna get double teched right away and get thrown out. It's just part of the process. Um, Joker was doing too much though. Like that whole little scene was like. It was it was overboard. It was weird because it's like what you rushing to do. You there's nothing you can do with the ball. My man's really fell out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. He really off balance. He holding the ball. The owner holding the ball. Isaiah Thomas over there looking crazy. It was just a whole dilemma. You trying to speed yeah. the process of getting the ball on? Like man, like come on, bro. But I will say this though: if you, if you watch him enough. He has he has a little irritance about him the way he plays the game, and they was getting their ass kicked. Yeah. So rightfully so, it was he was upset. Outside of the way he plays offensively, defensively, if you watch him, he tries to irritate people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that was part of that. But yeah, I mean, if he was a more uh, egregious person, I think he would have got a, a heftier like situation. But I'm with you, Cordell. Like the whole saving face today. During the beginning of today's game at warm-ups where the 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 son's owner hands him a ball and they yeah. shake hands like it was corny. You know what I'm saying? It's corny. I've but, seen it happening though. But what 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 I always say? If it was Draymond, it would have never happened. Well, Draymond's not that type of guy. Right. If it was Charles Oakley, it would never happen. If <laughs> it was Rasheed Wallace, it would never happen. If, if, if it was Dennis Rodman, it would never happen. It Listen. would be like, man, we forever got beef. I don't like they, you. They different. I people. know one I thing. You want better? If it was LeBron, it wouldn't happen. I ain't gonna go that far. Yeah, because I know LeBron. He sometimes him. save face. He he like that type player though, bro. Like he don't want to be hated. And I I'll say this also, LeBron get away with some slick talk now. Oh yeah, yeah talk, but not that. True, but I, that's not even in LeBron's character though. Like I think LeBron understands like his his importance to not only sports but pop culture in general. Yeah. That's why I said You know that. what I'm saying Yeah but eliminate all of that Okay okay. Had LeBron done that What would happen I don't think he's suspended I think big boy fine though Big 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 yeah. big boy fine Big We might be talking about We talking over 100 And it's crazy Over because 100 Just to prove a point though off his status. Just to prove a point Because of who he is Yep You know what I'm saying Not that 25k That 25 That was bullshit Light mm-hmm. That's light You know what I'm saying That was bullshit Somebody on their team Probably paid that Jokic probably, probably making probably 75 grand a game you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Just you break the numbers down. Probably more sure. than that, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I agree with you on that one. As far as the fans, I think we all know the last five-plus years in the NBA, these fans have gone overboard. Yeah. Now, I'm all full of banter. Ain't nothing wrong with you sitting courtside. You paid a pretty penny for this ticket. 
be a part of the game, please. Spike Lee did it for years. Spike Lee was some some of the best players in this game's history. He was their motivation. Yeah. Reggie, shout out to shout Reggie out Miller. Reggie. Exactly. <laughs> Reggie Miller. You know what I'm saying? Don't gas me up. Don't, the greatest don't poke eight, the bell. Eight seconds of man, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But when I think some of these fans then like crossed that line where now we saying obscene things. Like just imagine if we actually had live mics. To the point where we heard everything that was said. Yeah. Like how all the players talk about how racist Utah is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, Russell Westbrook in the first round, he walked down on the fan and what like the little fan section after the game. Like, just imagine what that man said. You know what I'm saying? And this is an owner, so you know better. Yeah. Now we we already said it was a fan that reached around him, but within the melee, you know, things happen, you know. People get confused. The first person next to you, you're just gonna assume. But even as a, as an owner, you gotta chill. And just imagine how much that fan paid for that seat, and he had to go. <laughs> had to go. That's a bogus. Where you just wasted all your money. They dude. just threw a fan out right now. Yeah, yeah. They just did. Yeah, they when, just, when KD just got into it with, with one of the uh, the Denver players, they just threw a fan out. No, and okay. I didn't even see what he did. Me I either. just saw him walking out though. Yeah, looking salty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Guarantee that that ticket was probably five grand plus. Depending on where he said, might be even 10 more. And for my mans to be able to touch Jokic, come on, man. And, if, and, he was, and, if he was on the floor, that joint, at least come easy on, 20. Bro. Uh, easy 20. And he got a yeah, boot. He got the, the early exit. Oh, he was salty. Listen, salty. That means he got it. He got it. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. I, I think that, I think for sure, double standard for sure. For sure. If Russell Westbrook would have done that, it would have been a different story, for uh, sure. We can name. I'm sure we can name a bunch of players that had they had done that. It would have been a different story, man. Um, I don't like what the Joker did, and I feel like that should have been a, a little bit. Okay, cool. You don't suspend him, but at least eject him for the rest of this game. Because if, let me, I'm gonna just put it this way: that just so happened to be the owner of the Phoenix Suns, right? But what if that? What if it wasn't him? What if it was somebody uh, old ass grandpa or something doing that? You feel me? He do oh, that. Shit. You you know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? It's lawsuit hey, time. You, you know what's coming. That's what I'm saying. Like so, you got you you gotta you like the like they try to protect shit. the players. If it's me, if it's me too. Hey, that episode of Jamie Foxx when the woman had the wheelchair with the neck brace on. <laughs> yeah, here I come. That's what I'm that, saying. Here like, I come, boy. They, they go so hard to try to protect the players. I think you should do the same for the fans as well. Um, now, granted, to the second question, do the fans get too involved? Yes, I, I believe so. I, I do think that uh, some fans in certain arenas uh, get too involved in the sports, for sure. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, what they what they fail to realize is, yes, this this is a game. You know, it's yes. a game, bro. Like, this is this these people do this, you know, to, to entertain us, and they're very good at it. Uh, but these are still regular people, bro. They feel still just like you. They do everything just like you. People. Yeah. And bigger than that, if I hit one more fan, and I had this argument during college football season with somebody, and I had to tell them, like, listen, that whole you yelling to a player that I pay your salary, that's the stupidest shit in the world. <laughs> You're an idiot. Stupid. First of all, whatever you pay for that ticket can't even quantify a hundredth of their salary. Facts. At all. And that's one player. Nonetheless, the entire team Facts. or the entire organization. That's number one. Two, no, you pay the third party vendor, which is the owner, to sit in here and be entertained. 
Facts. That ain't got shit to do with a player. That don't give you the right to say nothing about nobody. Well, but but I'm a fan. I pay for you could pay for whatever. Right. But please understand, as a man, as an athlete, he's a man before he's an entertainer. Facts. And you don't know what that man come from or where he come from. And please understand, if you say the right things or the wrong things might test to the job. right man, you don't respect your jaw. <laughs> and whatever happens, happens. Facts. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of these fans, man, they don't they don't realize that these are regular people. And I feel like they kind of hide behind the fact that these are professional athletes they and they feel like they can do and say whatever to them. And there'll be no consequences yeah, because of that. the because of the stage that these guys are on. Better ask that man from the Wizards game. That's what, you know what I'm saying. saying. That ran down on Bradley Bill talking yeah. about some fan duel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna fan your ass out. Stop playing with me. Yeah, man. So I think that <clears throat> at the end of the day, yeah, the fans need to chill out, man. Like I, I, I agree, the fans need to chill out. Like that's a hundred percent facts. Uh, there's been a lot of cases. With fans getting kicked out of arenas for a bunch of different reasons, getting banned from arenas. I feel like if you get banned, you're getting banned from coming to a sporting event. At, you're getting banned from the arena. So that means you can't come to the game. You can't come to no concerts or nothing at this arena. You're banned. That's extreme. That is extreme. Like now at this point, you're not behaving like a human being. Like mm-hmm. that's a, that's all you telling me. You're not behaving like a human being. And I feel like that's a, that's a lot of privilege that comes with that. For you to act like that or for you to do something like that, there's a lot of privilege because if that was your child on that flow plan or whatever, you wouldn't want nobody to talk to your child like that. You wouldn't want nobody to say the shit that you saying to this player to say that to your child or your brother or your, you know what I mean, your relative. You wouldn't want that. You would be mad. You're ready to fight, ready to tear something up. So I think the fans definitely need to relax. It's okay to be an extreme fan, but yeah, cheer for your team and feel, and lick your wounds when you lose, and then just leave it at that. Because at the end of the day, this is a game, bro. These people got real lives, real problems, real issues outside of this, just like you. Just leave that shit at the door, man. You feel me? Um, but yeah, man. Uh, that's that's my that's my spiel on it. But let's move on, man. Let's get a let's get this rundown, man. A recap of the actual playoffs right now, where we stand right now. So right now we got the number eight seed Miami Heat up three games to one on the number five New York Knicks uh, in the East, and then we got the Philadelphia 76ers, the number three seed. Up three games to two. They just won tonight on Boston Celtics on the number two seed, the Boston Celtics, the highest seed left um, in the East. Uh, they're losing. They're down right now three games to two. Uh, we got this Denver Nuggets and Phoenix Suns series. Uh, Phoenix is getting the belt put on them. So Denver, about to be, Denver is about to be up three to three games to two. Denver, that one seed in the West, that Phoenix man, the Joker fourth. Shook that, shook that little thing off. Got that triple dub already. Yeah, man, man they doing their thing, yeah. man. That score right now is we watching this 108 to 85. Uh, and then we got the L.A. Lakers, man, the Los Angeles Lakers, the seventh seed, up three games Just to all one. all them out, Debo. On the sixth seed, Golden State Warriors, man, up three games to one. Um it's a quick recap of that, man. Just want to, you know, get the fellas a little chance to get a recap, man. I, I, I'm gonna kick it off real quick, though. Um, it's a, it's a one, there's one series I haven't really paid too much attention to, uh, for the simple fact that I'm just not that interested. I watched the game actually yesterday, but I just felt like it would go this way after I seen what happened, and that's the uh, Miami New York. I felt like Miami would wash 
New York up because that they're playing with something different. They playing yeah. with an unmatched energy right now. Uh, them boys playing as a team, man, and I feel like that has a lot to do with coaching and just will. Like, just will. Like, just the will to want to be better. Just the will to want to do my job and coach it, man. So, I feel like that's why they're up 3-1. I, I, I watched my, like I said, the first, my first game of that series I watched yesterday. The other times I turned it on, I probably took a little nap and waited for the Western Conference game to come on or the game after that. Uh, man, this Philly-Boston series, man, I've been tuned into that. It's been legit. Uh, Philly pulled out the game tonight, man. And then on Sunday, they won an OT. That OT man, game was busting. Amazing game. Uh, I know that the coach, man, he's been getting criticized a lot um, for not calling that timeout on Sunday. And OT, when Marcus Smart shot that three and hit it, but he was just a little bit too late. So, man, I, I, I've been very, uh, you know, tuned into this series because, man, Boston is expected to be, to, to, to come out of the East now that. Uh, Milwaukee's out, but it's not looking that way. Uh, I feel like Philly's coming out of the East. Uh, I feel like it's just Joe L and B's and those boys' time, man. Harden, as we see, can heat up when needed. Man, they got Tyrese Maxey, all them boys over there, man, they doing their thing. This Denver series, Denver Phoenix, uh, hasn't been too interesting to me. Uh, I feel like it's been blowouts. Um, the last game, Phoenix won. Um, it was kind of close, but I don't know, man. I just I don't really like watching Denver hoop anyway, but I do like watching Phoenix. But I kind of feel bad for Phoenix because Chris Paul always goes down around this time of the year. And I just feel like they have no depth, so it kind of makes it a lot harder for these boys to ball, and it makes it a lot harder for me to watch because once the bench comes in, I don't really want to watch. You Why know you what don't I mean? like Denver? I, I don't, it's not that I don't like Denver. Those boys, they can hoop. Yeah. I just don't like watching them hoop. Is what that's all I'm saying. I don't, I'm not really an Aaron Gordon fan. The jo- I like the Joker, but uh, I don't know. I just don't like watching them. I don't like watching them hoop. I like Murray. I like I like a lot of players on their team, but I don't check for I don't be checking for the games unless they playing against like Golden State or the Lakers or something like that. Uh, like the first round, I didn't really watch hardly any of those games against Minnesota. That was a belt ass situation. Yeah. It's not that I don't like the team. I do like the team and I mm. think those boys nice. I just don't like watching them play. Um but this Lakers series, man, my all time favorite series. I'm always watching LeBron, like I said, oh, besides sure. the Bulls, the Lakers are my most watched team. Any team LeBron on, that's who I'm watching. I've watched every game of this series, man. So I feel like this is the best series of smoking right now. Uh I obviously I'm riding with the Lakers, but don't count Golden State out, even though they're down 3-1, man. we seen LeBron come back on them three one down 3-1. Not saying that I think they will, but I'm saying it's still a possibility with the way them boys shoot. So it's still something to watch, man. But, you know, that's my recap, man. I'm in, I I like what's going on in these playoffs. Uh, this is one of the dopest playoffs that I've watched in a long time in the NBA. So, man, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped in, man. I'm throwing around to the fellas, though. Keep it short and sweet, man. You hit it on. You hit it on Miami and New York series. Never thought it would. Never thought Miami would even be there. You know, obviously playing. You know, number one seed Milwaukee. You know, but they there and they letting their presence be felt. They doing what they need to do. Jimmy buckets is definitely living up to the name. Buck, he getting in buckets. You know, man. The team is doing what they need to do. Uh, New York, man. They just. You know, what I'm saying they hit or miss. You know, what I'm saying when they on, they on. When they off, they off. You know, overall, I think Miami's going to pull that off. Um, uh, I think the coming out the East, going to Baltimore, Philly series, I think the winner of that series. Baltimore? 
Boston, sorry. Boston and Philly. I think that the winner of the East is coming out of that division anyway. That that game. I think that uh that series, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh Philly is hot right now, man. League MVP. You know, you got Joel and B. Shout out to you. Um, you know, I know you you had to kind of put your kind of put a little bit of pressure on James Harden to give you a little assistance since then. He has been producing, man. Y'all up three two. You know, hopefully y'all can pull it out. You know what I'm saying? I don't I wouldn't mind seeing that season, series go seven, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I honestly believe that the winner of the Eastern Conference will come out of that that's that series of games. Um to the West. You know, going to the Lakers, Lakers Golden State. Uh wouldn't be surprised if Golden State actually uh wins one more, but I overall think that the uh, Series will be over in six. I think the Lakers will win four to two. Um, Lakers just playing all around, just fundamentally sound ball. They got players coming off the bench that hasn't even really touched the game, touched the floor all throughout the playoffs, man. And, you know, Lonnie, shout out Lonnie Walker. I think he had 14, 15 points. I think majority of them came in the fourth quarter yesterday, man. Shout out to him. You know, when your number's call, man, it's just a pure example of what you got to do, man. You got to come in and perform at a high level. And he did that, man, to help this team, you know, get the victory. So the Lakers are up 3-1. Like I said, don't be surprised if Golden State pulls one more off out of this series. I got it going. Lakers 4-2 and 6. Um, this Denver-Phoenix game uh, series is definitely interesting. You know what I'm saying? Um, I actually like seeing – you know, both teams who, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think Denver just has too much for them. You know what I'm saying? They just too much for them. Nobody can stop Jokic, you know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing. When Jokic and Murray do, you know, when they when they on fire, it's over with. It's like put a stick of fork in them, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, Phoenix, you know, you got one more game in Phoenix after this. Hopefully you could tie it up 3-3. Do a game seven. I have Phoenix winning. I hope they do, but man, the way Denver balling, man, it just seems like they controlling the series right now. So overall, man, it's just a man, it's just a lit, man. It's just this is the most exciting time in sports to me, you know, other than the NFL playoffs and you know stuff like that. It's just it's just a great time, man. And this is when I started to get a little salty because I know after the NBA is up. Kind of get that dry period of sports, you know what I'm saying? You be a little bit, you be a little thirsty for the sports after that. But you know, right now it's lit, man. This is competitive. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what you know the, the future has in state. You know, mm, I think overall, this is the most amount of basketball I've watched in a long time. Like I tune in to certain games and I love certain players, but I think there's a bit of even though some of the series is a little upside down, whether it be three one or whatever, even with they know three one series, it was some close games. So it's been entertaining. I mean, shit, even in the two twos and the three two series, it's been some real close games. You know what I'm saying? Like Sunday, having the Philly and Boston series, like go to overtime, watching Boston claw their way back into the game and then pushing it to overtime, and just run out of gas, pretty much. I mean, they just ran out of gas at the end. Couple bonehead plays, whatever you know. what I'm saying, um, it's always dope to watch a blue blood team like be on that type of energy that they was when you was a little kid. Like watching Miami play the way they play, 
Like it's giving me a little bit of that Miami from like the nineties vibes. Minus you know, minus the fighting and all that from the Miami's uh that the Miami series with the Knicks. Um and then like like Cordell said, the Lakers and Golden State series is is top notch. Cause you know at any point Golden State can go on a run. And they can flip whatever lead you got and put you down by ten or more at any point they can go on a run. They just outside of maybe I think they probably had one run like that in these first uh like three, four games. But they they just they ain't been able to sustain it, man. And that's when you know like, all right, guys are getting older. You know what I'm saying? Teams are getting older. And now, you know, the supporting cast matters a lot more when when the guys, the names are getting older. So I'm interested, man. I'll say this. I'm interested to see a Lakers. Barn Denver closes everything out. I'm interested to see those matchups. I'm very interested to see those matchups, especially with the way AD's been playing for the most part in these playoffs. That's gonna be that's gonna be a problem for Jokic. You know what I'm saying? But I think vice versa, too. So, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I just co- I hope all these games continue to go in, in the same director, direction and keep trending upward and give us a, that entertainment that, we, that we've been searching for, for sure. Because I'm definitely going to be sad after, you know, basketball season. Well, me, man, I be tapped in with the baseball heavy, man. I watch the White Sox all, almost every day. So. I got to get in back in heavy. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. It, it is. It's kind of – it's it's better now, but, like, yeah. last season, the seasons before that, unless you was, like, it's hard, a fan bro. fan, it, it so is kind of hard to watch. And we, and we play ball, boy. Yeah. It's, it, to, right. to watch yeah, a nine sure. in a game, for sure. oh, my god. But goodness. now now it's a lot better, man. It's the games are a lot shorter now and everything like that. So it's a, it's a lot better to me at least. So I'll I be, I be watching my baseball. Like I, I would rather go. Man. I would go. I would love. Like that's that's mm-hmm. like I'm a uh, – Yeah, I go to games a lot too. I'm a live games. sports guy. I don't give a damn what the sporting event is. It's nothing can match the energy – like that electricity that be in in them stands, like when you know, like you've done this before, and you feel that energy from the players, and you know what they're trying to get your mind right, and that warm them up, all that. So I'll be locked in. Yeah, live. yeah, man, for sure. So yeah, now I go to games, man. Me and my pops used to for sure go to games there. Yeah, but you know, me and my wife go. Me and my wife, my father-in-law, man, he a huge Yankees fan, so. You know, we we go to the Sox Yankees, man. We go to the game. Me and my wife sometimes just on some random nights, on random weekdays, I'd be like, "Hey, the Sox got a game tonight. You want to go?" And we'll just go to the game. Even we got to work the next day, we'll just go to the game, man. So I do tap in with baseball, but I do get it, man. When it's around that time, like that little month stretch before training camp kickoff, it do get kind of dry, man. But we got the USFL, so hopefully that's gonna keep us entertained, man. But it's gonna be just enough. <laughs> uh, hopefully. <laughs> but man, let's go ahead and get into our predictions, man, so we can get up out of here, man. We got um the XFL championship kicking off this weekend. Like I told y'all, that's Saturday, May 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p- 7 p.m. Central. Standard time. We got the uh Arlington Renegades versus the DC Defenders. Miguel, who you got, bro? This for it all, man. For the gusto, huh? I'm going with DC, man, hands down. Okay, okay, and that's game will be played at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, man. Holes, who you got? Back outside, boys, man. You know, gotta go. I, I tried to, I tried to bet against them. Tried to bring so much mojo against them. I ain't betting against them this time, man. DC. Uh oh, I hope DC don't lose now. Nah, man, I'm going with DC defenders as well. Y'all already know that. 
my boy Michael Joseph and them boys finna take one home. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna say go ahead and put it on the floor now. Joseph gonna get him a pick, man. He gonna get another pick, man, in this game, man. He gonna Defensive MVP. Oh, for sure. Okay, okay. Oh, for sure. If it's not him, it's going to be some edge rushing that got that get it. You know what I mean? Somebody sure. might go crazy on a sack tip or something like that. But other than that, I'm going Michael Joseph, man. But, man, man, we gave our predictions. Make sure y'all tune in. If y'all haven't watched the XFL game all season, I'm telling you, check this one out. It's the championship. You will not regret it, man. But it's we gave up. It's going to be lit. We gave our predictions, man. The fan base is going to be there too, man, just so y'all know. But, man, I was wondering before we get up out of here, man, y'all boys got any closing remarks? Man, like, comment, subscribe, man. We definitely see y'all. We definitely feel y'all, you know, y'all chiming in and giving us, uh, you know, y'all comments, man. And, and you know, we definitely we, we definitely want to hear from y'all a little bit more, man. If y'all got anything y'all want us to chime in on, man, hit us, DM us. You know, we all got our personal. IG pages, you know what I'm saying? But we also got the highly underrated sports IG page, DMs. You know, uh, Cordell pretty much monitors that on a daily basis on the regular. So, man, whatever y'all chime in on and comment on, man, we'll definitely mention it in the next show. You know what I'm saying? If it makes sense to us, man, we know it makes sense to y'all, man. We love y'all, man. Keep tuning in. I think just to tap back into the, the non-traditional sports, Remember, you were born original. You don't have to follow anybody's footsteps, so don't die a copy. Man, I like that, man. Y'all know how I'm coming. Dreams are real, man. Dreams do come true. If you got a dream, chase it. Chase it no matter what it looks like. Just stay consistent. Something will come from it. Just keep chasing and keep going, man. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Tell a friend, tell a friend, man. We here. It's always open door policy if y'all want to come on this show. And talk y'all stuff with us, man. Get y'all opinion. Get y'all takes on this sports stuff, man. We all love sports. And we open to that, man. You can DM us. You got you could DM us, man. You can hit us up. Call us, text us, man. And shout out to all the faithful listeners, man. Everybody who's checking us out every week, man. I know my boy, my boy Turn Eric Turner, man. My boy War Machine, man. He stay tapped in every week, man. We got the boy Sloops, man. Uncle Anthony, man. There's plenty of people out there, man. We love y'all, man. Every week somebody hitting me up with something new, man. Letting me know, like, hey, bro. Let me know their opinion, man. All y'all, man. Come on here, man. Get y'all time and get y'all, get y'all, get y'all, you know, stuff together, man, and come on here. It's, it's a little bit different when you're talking on that mic. Come on up here, man, and, and let's get it in, man. But until next week, man, y'all tune into another highly high, underrated high, sports podcast. And please don't let it be the last. We out.